Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure that Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! I won't cry. I won't cry. No, I won't shed a tear. Just as long as you chip, chip a And darling, darling. I love when you join in with me. It's great. How that, can... That was a long one. A long chip And I let you... I let you take it there because it's that good of a song. And you know why I chose that song? Because we're getting married. Uh, sure. That's, def- <laughs> that's uh, I don't see how that's related. What? What? Stand by me. Oh, oh, so I'm going to, okay, yes. But um, Stand by me is the movie that this, that this episode parodies and the title parodies. But yes, oh, oh. we're getting married. <laughs> Woo. Chip chipperoo, everyone. We are here. We're a little tired. The coffee's kicking in. And we're ready for you. Yeehaw. First things first, we have some patrons to thank, and we have to burger pun their names. Very exciting. First up, we have to say thank you to Jade. Jade, moving forward, you'll be known as the Pure Jade Pumpkin Burger. Ooh, like a pumpkin spice latte? Yeah, like a pumpkin puree. (laughs) But a burger. Yeah. Jade. We're so happy to have you. Thank you for calling me out for wearing a Bob-esque gardening hat that made my day. Yeah. Skylar has a very um, Bob in the garden style hat that uh, uh, there's a video on our Patreon. It's it's very, it's, you do look like Bob buying well, some pumpkins. And I'm, I have now started gardening again. So uh, I wear that hat when I garden now too. So you are pretty much Bob. Like a British lady. Yep. You dance like that too when you garden. Sure, sure. Next up, we have to thank Benjamin. Benjamin, moving forward, you'll be known as the Benjamin's Meat Burger. Are you saying mint or minced? Mince meat. It's mince. It's called mince meat. Do you know what mince meat is? It's a British thing, right? It is. Um, I had to look this up for this burger, and I was very interested in it. Mince meat, according to Wikipedia, is a mixture of chopped dried fruit. Distilled spirits oh. and spices, and often beef suet. 
usually used as a pie or pastry filling. It, f- it used to contain meat, notably beef or venison. There you have it, I Benjamin. have looked this up before. Benjamin's Meat. Thank you for joining us. We hope you're enjoying all the benefits of Patreon, all of those bonus episodes we have there, the Discord community that continue to grow and run on itself. If you'd like your name burger pun on the show, along with all of our other bonus content. We have over... 20, 25 episodes at this yep. point. If you've Something caught like up, that. Yeah. need more Bob's credits episodes, Patreon is where you go. Yeah, and even if you're not caught up, there's all sorts of like non-credits, non-episode related content over there. We go on all sorts of tangents about in, within the Bob's Burgers universe, sometimes other things other than Bob's Burgers. It's a lot of fun. You can support us over there. It also supports this show. Patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. The only other piece of business we need to say is our store is live. What's is. that URL? It is bobscredits.com slash shop. Let me just tell y'all. We have Cutie Patooties merch. We have Bad Hair Day merch. We have Nat merch. We have Wagstaff merch. We have EquestraCon merch. I mean, get over there. It's great. Skylar and I... Um, sorry if this gets repetitive to those of you who are going to, we're very proud of what we did with the shop. We wanted to create clothing and stuff that is a little more, um, subtle, subtle. Yeah. But I don't, yeah, but they like live in our world. Yeah. Like, like you can, like the Wagstaff school logo that we've created is so fun to me and it looks like a normal, like college t-shirt or high school t-shirt. Yeah. Like someone would Um, be like, what, where's... Wagstaff University. Yeah, like a Bosburgers yeah. fan would know, like, it's Wagstaff, and they'll see, like, the building, and that's the building from the show, but it's subtle also in that you can just, like, wear it every day, and no one will know. They just think it's, like, you're promoting, like, a, or you're just, like, wearing, like, a school school pride. Yeah. Go check it out. Yeah. Again, it's uh, bobscredits.com slash shop. Other than that, I think we should uh, get this episode Burger rolling. Puns. Burger, Burger puns. puns. Burger puns. Should we play a little Bob Pun or Max Pun? Please. Skyler? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I love the response. Your first pun is the Gouda, the Bad, and the Ugleek Burger. Max. Yes. Will she do it, folks? Will she get them all Stop. right this week? Too much pressure. <laughs> Your second pun is the I'm Picklish Burger. Comes with pickles. <laughs> this is really tough. Max. Bob, I'm so sorry. Your next pun is the Beverly Hills 9021 Oat Burger. Max. Yes. And your final pun is the Standby Brie Burger. Oh my gosh. Bob. Max. No, you tricked me because this episode. Yeah. Are you ready for Skylar Sides, colon, the fun facts before the fun facts? Dish it, girl. Okay. Too much? No. Too much. This, am I supposed to be like Zeke? Dish it, girl. Oh, I like that. Okay, it, I'll do it as Zeke from now on. throw it away. Yeah. Okay, I liked- Dish it, girl. It's a very like Zeke-heavy episode, so I like this. And the perfect segue, because when we were watching this episode last night, I was like, we don't talk enough- about Zeke on the podcast, who he's voiced by. 
mm-hmm. that whole rigmarole. Yeah, I think, well, a lot of the, the problem is that when we have these characters who are like recurring, but not in every episode, probably the first time they've appeared, we've mentioned who the who voices them, and then we kind of like stop talking That's about it. it. But yeah. yeah, we should definitely bring them up again. And That's what I'm doing right now. Oh, dish it, girl. Dish it, girl. I love this episode because that we're going to talk about soon because Gene and Zeke have this huge friendship. Mm-hmm. Now, did you know that Bobby Tisdale, who voices Zeke, and Eugene, who voices Gene, are very, very good friends? I did not know that. Yes. That makes me happy. So, apparently... Gene and Bobby have a weekly stand-up comedy cabaret in New York City called Invite Them Up. So they have worked together for a long time. They've had a huge friendship for a long time. So knowing that and then watching this episode where Gene and Zeke's friendship or like organically blossoms so beautifully, is it's so much fun knowing that history. I that's absolutely delightful and it makes my heart burst with all sorts of um happiness juices happiness juices it filled up with happiness juice so so much happiness juice that it exploded that sounds exactly what gene would say so i'm gonna let it fly all right proud of myself then also i saw bobby eugene and Kristen shawl in an interview together, mm-hmm. and Eugene was saying that his voice and Kristen's voice, they literally just do their everyday voices for the show, but Bobby does not, and Bobby's voice could not be further from Zeke's. Like, he, this is really a voice he created for the character, so that was kind of fun to watch. I love that. I have one more fun fact. We all love the question, are there any bits of improv that actually ended up in the show, right? Who doesn't oh, love that? Oh, that's my favorite question of all time. I ask myself that all the time. <laughs> Kristen Schaal said, yes, an iconic song that has now been turned into bumper stickers that you put on your car, merch, sung in many households and cars, was not in the script. Really? Kristen Schaal came up with buckle it up, buckle it up, buckle it up, or you'll die. That was not in the script. Beautiful. How amazing is that? Beautiful. One of the best improvised pop culture moments of all time, I'd say. Now, she wasn't clear if she improvised it while they were recording or if she was like singing it around the studio and then it ended up in the script. I'm not sure, but it was definitely not written and it was from the brilliant mind of Kristen Schaal. All right. Shall we? Should we get into it? Let's do it. Okay. Skylar, can we have the title? And synopsis for Season 6, Episode 12, please. The title is Stand by Jean. When Jean overhears a teen talking about a two-butted goat down on Route 6, he convinces the whole gang to make the trek out there. Louise makes a bet with Jean that it's not real, and Tina's fortune says she'll find love at the end of a long journey, so they're both in. Along the way, Jimmy gets Jean Jelly Donut jealous of Zeke and Jean's friendship. Meanwhile, Bob challenges Linda to a game of horse, which turns into narts. And let's just say they're not competitive at all. This episode came out on April 3rd, 2016. It was written by John Schrader and directed by Tyree Dillahay. Okay, we say this thing and everybody probably rolls their eyes at this time like, 
we didn't remember this episode, but it's so underrated. That is not the case with this one. No, you don't forget the two-butted goat. You do not forget a two-butted goat. And it is iconic, and it is iconic for a reason. And the fact that Bob's Burgers made a whole episode about a two-butted goat is why we love Bob's Burgers. And I will die on this hill. I also created the meme when the Obi-Wan trailer came out. Yes. And they showed that there was like <laughs> that meme going around of him looking through those like binoculars and then like mm-hmm. reacting to what he saw. I put that he saw the two-butted goat in there. And in fact, I'll put it back to the top of our Instagram. So it's I there, love it. It's there right now. So you can see that meme. We got the two-butted goat back. That was um, a great joke, But that's what way. popped in my head first. I was like, how can I make this Bob's related? I was like, oh, two-butted goat. Yeah. <laughs> it was just the two-butted goat just lives right on the surface of your brain. Yeah. That being said, I didn't remember when the two-butted goat appeared in the world and mm. when we were going to get to it. So oh, it we was got a nice to little it. surprise to get to this episode and have some two-butted goats in our lives. We got to it and it farts in harmony. I love Stand By Me. I love... Any coming of age group of kid movies now and then, The Goonies, Stand By Me, this is my genre. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Stand By Me, if you're listening and for some reason you haven't seen the movie, go watch it. Go watch it right now. It's a classic. It'll give you all the feels. It obviously has a great soundtrack. Came out in 1986. It was directed by Rob Reiner. It's a story of four boys in 1959 who go on a journey to track down the dead body of a missing boy. Now, wasn't this a book? Didn't someone, a famous author, write the book? Stephen King. I knew it. I, yeah, I, think I it was, was like gonna... a short story or something yes, like that. Yes, yeah. I was going to say Stephen King, but I feel like I accidentally say, oh, that was Stephen King all the time. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Stephen King's 1982 novella, The Body. That's what it's called. Oh, I love Stand By Me as a title. Normally those adaptation title stuff I don't like, but good change there. Um, I love Stephen King. Mm-hmm. I truly admire him. Mm-hmm. There's like no one else who just the body of work, the, the ability to churn out that work, the uh, amount of content he's produced that have had different adaptations of his stuff is just incredible and some of it's not great and some of it's really good misery oh my such God. a great adaptation oh, misery so good i also love his sobriety journey mm-hmm. he was one of these authors that was like i can't create sober but he needed to get sober and look at all the wonderful stuff he's created yep. in his book i started Stephen King, whenever he would submit something, God, I'm 99.9% sure this is Stephen King. I'm pretty positive. On his book on writing? I think this anecdote was in there. Every single rejection he got when he was a kid, he would push pin to the top of his bunk bed. And um, last year, I was cold emailing agents to try and sell my memoir. And my first rejection I got because of Stephen King, I printed it out and I put it on a refrigerator and it's still there years later. This was a few years ago, actually. And it's just a reminder that those who show up, you're going to get there kind mm-hmm. of feeling. So I have a rejection letter posted on our refrigerator and I will never take it down. Thanks to Stephen King. And I want to ask those of you listening if you would read Skylar's memoir because... 
Oh my God, are you stage momming me? I'm stage momming you. I think it's beautifully written, and I'm just curious if anyone out there is interested in reading Skylar's memoir. And the more people who respond to that, we can screenshot that and send it <laughs> to her agent and send it to. I love uh, you. You're so publishers. sweet. Hey, I'm just saying. Do you want to say what it's about real quick? No. Okay. I'm curious what you think it's about. I think it's about, it's almost like you're coming of age, dealing with the loss of a parent mm-hmm. and dealing with grief and pursuing ballet and, and the pressures of trying to be a professional ballet dancer mm-hmm. or even not professional, just ballet in general. And also dealing with an alcoholic parent, mm-hmm. as well as dealing with alcoholism yourself mm-hmm. and sobriety. Oh, that was beautifully said. Yes, I would say it is a coming-of-age grief story through addiction and eating, an eating disorder. For all those fatherless daughters out there and for anyone who's ever struggled with body image, it would be for you. Oh my gosh, that was really sweet of you, Max. Oh, I just think, you know, at this point in our podcast, people are here for you. Stand by me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's a good way. Should we segue back yeah, into talking about... Like... <laughs> that's enough about Stand By Me. Let's talk Ooh. about Stand By Gene. So Gene <laughs> gets all of these coming-of-age characters to go on this journey with him. So that's where the homage is. Yes. They're and not looking for a dead body. They're looking for the double-blooded goat, yes. which is even better. And when I said the whole gang, I didn't just mean the Belcher kids. We have Jimmy Jr. We have Daryl. We have the dynamic ditzy duo, Tammy and Jocelyn. Who else do we have? Zeke. We have- Regular size Rudy. Oh, and his dress shoes. He's in his dress shoes without Without socks. socks. (laughs) Specifically for the joke, clearly. Yeah, but can't you just see him waking up and being like, This is the day. This is the day I'm going to wear my dress shoes. I don't know what voice (laughs) that was, but... I'll take it. And I love how, like, they're all at Wonder Wharf. This is where the kids go. Yeah. And they're all... That's how he... They're standing in line for a ride, and that's how they all kind of come together. I think right from the beginning, we get Jimmy Jr.'s attachment to Zeke. So Jimmy doesn't really want to go on this adventure, but Zeke is like, hell yes. And then Jimmy's like... Just kidding. I'm going to go too. I think stepping back for 12 hours since we've watched this episode, my favorite running emotional thread, besides just the pure joy of a two-butted goat, is Jimmy Jr.'s jealousy of Zeke. Yeah, which I we already promoted Patreon, but mm-hmm. we did a whole episode on a fan theory is that is Jimmy Jr. in love with Zeke. Yeah. I mean, this... Spells it out. We didn't reference this episode once, I think, in that episode. We referenced it a a lot of other episodes, but this is a big one. But I also have to say, this works on a friendship level. Oh, uh, absolutely. I think what I'm trying to say is jealousy when you feel like your best friend in that time in your life when best friends are like such an important label. That kind of jealousy is really intense. I don't know if you went through that as a kid, but I certainly did. I don't know. It just hit me really hard. I I really felt for Jimmy Jr. Even though Zeke is not doing anything wrong, and I think it's so beautiful and fantastic that him and Gene are hanging out. By the way, there is a fan theory or maybe a ship situation. People really ship 
Zeke and Jean. Oh, really? Yeah. Over Zeke and Tina? Yeah. They really think, like, it's not a theory that I necessarily see, but, um, yeah, people strongly believe that Jean and Zeke are going to end up together, which this episode definitely shows that connection there. I see it more as like a little brother, big brother. I just think they would be really good friends because they're both free people. Yeah, they're comfortable with themselves. They're comfortable exactly. being themselves and being the kind of, yeah. And I think we started seeing that relationship in uh, Carpe Museum where they get paired up together <laughs> and Zeke's taken Gene to show them all the boobs. The I boobies. think Zeke's really evolved since then. I agree too, but that's like where, where they first got paired up, mm-hmm. I feel like. And they're just such a good pairing. I really like enjoy them. And that'll carry into the credits when we get to them. Yes. And if two people were going to be the most enthused about a two-bedded goat, it would be them, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about Tina's little runner. What What are your feelings there? It is, it's, it's almost like taking Tina's entire um series arc Mm -hmm. and compressing it into a single episode she is hoping to meet her soulmates and she is looking at all of the boys around her and trying to figure out if they are uh, a good fit for her did you ever do that like trying to force like maybe this is the guy i can be with and you're like no oh yeah i think it's a part of life isn't it yeah I guess. There's a certain point where you're like, I went to a really small school. Yeah, but like, I feel like you're hanging out with this group of people and you're like, maybe this is what this is. And your world is kind of like so small that you're like, insular. Yeah. I mean, especially growing up when we did pre social media, pre dating apps where you're open to like, where you can meet people everywhere. It's don't get me started on that whole situation. Yeah, exactly. And I, one of the scenes between Louise and Tina that really just tickles me is when Louise is like, I'm nine. Like, what advice do you want me to give you? And like, Tina kind of creates advice that Louise gives her, even though she's not really saying it. So she's like, love is a journey. And Tina's like, that's brilliant. Maybe my journey isn't over yet. I don't know. I am just so Tina. I can't even articulate it. (laughs) Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. <laughs> Anything else about this A story that you want to talk about? Or do you want to talk move into the B story a little bit? I do think because it's been a long time since we've had a spotlight on them, I think we should talk about Tammy and Jocelyn. I mean, Tammy's fine, but you know I'm always down to talk about Jocelyn. Jocelyn, who at the beginning of this podcast, I was constantly raving about. I just want to say that I have not been raving about her enough. And That's the I writer's still fault. love her very much. And she still is definitely in my top two characters, Bob's Burgers, on a regular basis. I think on Patreon, we're going to do like a showdown of Jocelyn's best one-liners. So get excited for that. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun, but very tough for me because... She makes me laugh so much. I do really enjoy in the beginning of this episode where it's like, I'll go if you go. No, you go. Like, okay. Like, it's so preteen, teen girl. It just nails it. Cliches are cliches for a reason. One thing I did notice about this episode, having all these kids together so frequently in so many scenes, it felt like to me like they don't know exactly how tall or or like or like <laughs> what size all the kids should be when they're like next to each other i noticed that and too. i noticed it throughout like the scenes and i know wasn't going jocelyn for, like, like there was one thing where she looked so giant tall yeah um, <laughs> she's never looked like I that kn- before i know they're going for like depth on certain like walking mm-hmm. scene, but it's it's i feel like it just is all over the place with sizes one time daryl looks like he's a, a like little, tiny yeah, tiny 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 guy <laughs> <laughs> it's funny to just like go back and kind of like watch yeah. all the different scenes with the, all these kids together. That's a because, lot to juggle. Yeah. All right. Let's move on then to the B story. B story. The competitive nature of Linda and Bob playing this version of horse with kind of like wet napkins eventually. Yeah. Um, napkins and darts. Yeah. Skylar and I can relate because Skylar and I play a lot of like card games and board games together and we get a little uh, competitive. I don't want to be competitive. I feel like I'm a gentler soul than that, but I can't not be competitive, and it's so stupid. Yeah, and but this 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 story arc is exactly how you feel. Like we, yes. we get competitive, but then at the end, it's like I love you, and like I want you to like. Yes, I want to be excited for you, and I'm proud of you, and you know. And honestly, super impressed by Linda, and I like that. Okay, Teddy is hysterical. Once again, in this episode, he's like mean to Mort because he wants Bob to himself. He's someone mean our, to Linda. Someone in our Discord talked about how Teddy kind of like talks down to Mort. And it, it's definitely something we should talk about more because... Mort? Talk Mort. about it We should Mort? talk about it some Mort for sure. But it's kind of like Mort is probably the one person that can maybe try and take Teddy's space within that. Like he's he's the other regular yes. that's there. Not as much as Teddy, but... But I think it's... in. I don't think that's actually true. Like, Teddy thinks that Mort is threatening their relationship, 
which is just not true. Yeah, but I can see saying. how yeah. we would create that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like I like Linda taking all these people out. And uh, I know we have Mike the mailman, Mort. Yeah, and then yeah, Bob's slow like realization as he's like he's just oh we got to beat Linda oh we got to beat Linda as she's just doing an incredible job beating everyone. He's kind of like no. I, I, I'm loving this. Well, they do this like you sounded like him. Um, <laughs> Thank you. They do this like starry-eyed montage where like Lin- it's Linda and she has like a firecrackers behind her, and it's so sweet. It's from Bob's perspective. It's really sweet. Yeah, I love it. That's how I see you every morning oh, when I wake up. After you, never mind. <laughs> after what? <laughs> after you make me make the bed. Yeah, I do. Like, I get up and I say, make this thing right now, woman. (laughs) The rules were, I walk the dog and you make the bed and make the coffee. Yes. So, that was the deal. And what's happened? Now, I have to help you make the bed. That's kind of nice. And walk the dog. Yeah, but I still make the coffee. Yeah. But it's late. It's so late, y'all. I want coffee at like 6.30. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, I could make my own coffee, but I, it's like a thing in our relationship. Like, I know Max really loves making me coffee. It's his, like, lo- love language, yeah. making me coffee, yeah. which is very selfless. Who said it? That there's always, like, one person in Lauren the relationship. Lauren Graham. Oh, Lauren Graham said, like, yeah, there's one person who makes the coffee in the relationship, and it's just, like, a a thing. It's a thing. Should we get into the end credits? Let's do it. Okay. So, I believe the last moment before we get into these end credits is the kids returning to the restaurant to see that there are wet napkins all over the restaurant. Which is particularly funny because I didn't mention this, but the bet that Louise and Jean made is whoever loses has to clean the restaurant. Mm -hmm. It was a perfect day, Jean. Yeah, I don't even care that I lost the bet. It was worth it to see a two-butted goat. You're welcome. Besides, how dirty can the restaurant be? What the freak happened in here? <laughs> so we walk into the restaurant. What the freak happened here? Louise just barely almost says fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Which is delightful. And then what, what What do we see? How do we get what happens in the end credits? What are we looking at? It's the classic end credit sequence, but Louise is not in her usual prepping spot. Where is she, Max? She is standing over on, it looks like on the table <laughs> she is of on the one table. of the booths, slowly picking away at some of the wet napkins that are stuck to the wall. Mm-hmm. Bob and Tina are still prepping burgers. There's already a burger in the window. So maybe Louise did her job, then ran out and started to like start picking at these napkins. Yeah, I think Louise is like, if I have to clean this up, I'm going to go like super fast. Yeah. And we get kind of like this, I want to say marching band. It is. Version of a song. And when I heard it, I was like, oh, I forgot about Max's love of marching bands. And it all came rushing back to me. I love marching bands. <laughs> I could watch marching band YouTube videos we, we all know. day, every day. Okay. We I, know. In fact, I'm going to track down a, a marching band version of Stand By Me and watch it Oh, I it bet today. there is one. Oh, I'm Wait, sure there's send plenty. Me the link. Okay. Oh, see? You want in on this. That's <laughs> yeah. what I thought. Um, and then we get Gene and Zeke singing Two-Butted Goat. Their Arms little, around their each song. other. Yeah. The, the way they marched on the way to see the Two-Butted Goat. They're singing along to this marching band song, Two-Butted Goat, 
and they're marching through the restaurant on the other side of the service window. Exactly. And I have to say that if you ship Zeke and Tina like this household does, Gene and Zeke being brother-in-laws or in-laws in general, come on. The only problem is that when they get married, Tina and Zeke, does Zeke make Jimmy Jr. his best man or Gene? I think... Gene doesn't want to be a best anything. He mm. wants to be the flower girl. That's fair. Or, but he might be too old by then. I don't know. Gene? Eh, never, never. Never. Never too old. Okay. Gene, that's the beauty of Gene. Any construct, he's like, here's a fart sound right over that. You're right. I can also be see him being like the master of ceremonies. Oh, okay. He can be like, uh, and he definitely wants to be like the band at the wedding. One hundred percent. Just him. He's pre-recorded One it. Yeah. We get more of this music. We continue to watch Louise pull off these sticky napkins and. Kind of toss them in the trash can. She's making some baskets herself. I think she missed one a oh, little really? bit ago, and she was like, whatever. <laughs> we hear more two, two, two budded goats, and Jean and Zeke make their way across the window the other way as Linda grabs, makes her appearance and grabs. Could care less that these two boys are just having a blast. It's normal stuff. They clearly have a customer in the restaurant because she is going to deliver this, even though the Restaurant is covered in wet napkins. I hope, remember how Teddy was like, I want a coffee and fries and a burger and a beer. And then they were like, oh, we're playing this game. He's like, it can wait. What if the whole episode he had to wait for his burger, which he does. And now he's finally getting his burger. Yeah, that's what I love about this. These end credits, by the way, is that it is just we always try to discuss, like, what is going on? Where does this take place? Is it real? Is it happening? Mm-hmm. This is very clearly right after mm-hmm. the end of this episode because Louise is still cleaning up. The kids are doing, like, their their evening time cooking or, you know, whatever they do in the restaurant. Zeke has joined Gene. They're still celebrating the two-butted goat. They're on this high. Yep. And just that alone would be great, but we get mm-hmm. one last thing coming up here, right? Yep. <laughs> We get them coming back across the window one more time as they're like talking to each other about just being buddies. But what do we see? We see Jimmy Jr. in all his don't tell me not to dance, dad, glory. Yeah, he jumps in. He's dancing away. This is... Maybe trying to get Zeke's attention. I, I'm i going to go a different angle. I want to think that he's had some character growth and he's like, it's okay that... Zeke is having a friendship with someone else right now. I'm going to do me. You're right. I, I I don't give Jimmy Jr. enough credit. And I think that's exactly what's happening here. So he's like, how can I be part of this? I'll just dance to their song. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me not to dance, Dad. Yeah. Now, Tina seems not very excited for having Jimmy Jr. <laughs> over at the restaurant. Yeah. Although we can't see her eyes. Maybe, <laughs> maybe they're like wide-eyed and she's like, she knows her dad needs her help because... 
Louise is clearly very busy. Yes. Um, and you know, Tina's a, got a good heart. Yeah. Tina and, knows. And yes, sometimes her, um, hormones get in the way, but I think this time she can ogle Jimmy Jr. and prep burgers at the same time. Exactly. She, she's probably like a little spy back there. Mm-hmm. Harriet the spy. Did you have a Harriet the spy notebook when you were a kid? I did not. Let me tell you, I did. And oh. it was the highlight of my childhood. Oh, we've got some fun notebooks on, uh, bobscredits.com. Oh my God, we haven't even talked about those. We have these cute notebooks that have, we have a Tina notebook and a Louise notebook, and they're all doodles from their life. Mm -hmm. So Louise's has like a Nat reference and Hawk and Chick references and a Slap reference and a regular size Rudy reference. And then of course, Tina, we have Buttloose. We have Jimmy Jr. We have Boys for Now. We We have have a quirky turkey. We have a horse. Yeah, it looks like the two of them doodle on a notebook, and that's what we kind of like. That was our interpretation. Anyway. Bobscredits.com slash shop. That's what I'm doing my notes oh, in right now. Oh, you got it right there. Cute. Property of Tina Belcher. I know. It's so cute. Oh, we have Sexy 60 Minutes, A Zombie Boyfriend. Okay. I also have to, <laughs> I just have to tell you, the texture of this notebook is my favorite tactile sensation. It's I, a pretty cool It's like notebook. matte. Yeah. It's like, I'm just obsessed with it. It's my favorite texture ever. Okay. Anyway, highlights, lowlights, tell me. Just kind of knowing that Teddy's finally getting his burger is really nice. When we listened to it yesterday, I couldn't hear the dialogue, but Zeke is like, I love you. Yeah, it's pulled right from the episode. I also love male friendships, getting to use I love you. I think that's very important to see. I agree. And that's one of the beauties of Zeke, I think. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this before. When we first watched this series... We expected Zeke to be this like kind of stereotype, like kind of like hard, toxic, bully, male. yeah. And he's so not that. He is, uh, he's incredible. Like he and he, yes. he has no problem saying "I love you" to his friends and showing his friends love and being um, complimentary of his friends. He's he's a great character. Oh, I'm doing it. I'm doing you, it. Oh, uh, you got me. me. Cry. Oh, these <laughs> are tears, tears, boys. Boys. <laughs> All right, your highlights and your lowlights. Highlight is I love a marching band style song. <laughs> I will be chanting two, 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 but it goes for the rest of our weekend. So get ready for that. Very excited. Um, I love a, I love a generic kitchen sequence. I love mm-hmm. watching Louise clean off all this. We always wonder how when the restaurant is in like disarray, how it gets back to normal, and this is showing us. Ooh, that's the next a good episode. point. Yeah, I don't have. Any low lights, really? Do you have any, or should we get into scoring these? Let's get into scoring them. I say you go first. Okay, we score on a scale of one to ten H's at the end of Tina's uh. uh. I am going to give these a nine point five H's. I'm going to give them a nine point two five. Oh, okay. Just a gut thing. That's fine. Yeah, it's not like oh my god, it's a ten. Oh, I love these end credits, but. I love these end credits. It it just works so well. <laughs> yeah. It works so well together. The Jimmy Jr. reveal, Louise on a freaking table. Of all the people who have to clean, the shortest person has to clean. And yeah. they are. I wonder what she did to get on those, like the ones that were on the fan. I can tell you, fan. she doesn't want anybody's help. She no. She will figure it out. Yeah, she's going to do it on her own. So those are the end credits to Stand By Jean. Thank you, everyone, for listening. 
Go follow us on all of our social media. Bob's credits all across the board. We are everywhere. You can follow me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Oh Hello It's Max. I, I, I like to joke around a bit on there. He's I say so some serious funny, stuff y'all. sometimes, but I do like to joke mostly. Skylar, where can everyone follow you? You can follow me at No Crying and Cooking, where I am not funny at all. And yeah, you you're funny. You you have you have some funny stuff occasionally. In my stories. Yeah, sure. You can follow Biscuit at It's Biscuit's World. Don't follow Biscuit. Go to our shop. Check out the merch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. That's that's what we want right now. Yeah. Bobscredits.com <laughs> slash shop. Biscuit's so bored. We got to wrap this up. Yeah. And it's lunchtime. Anything that's else great. you want to say before we get out of here? Stay farty. It's a party. Ooh. Stay harmoniously farty? Yeah. That's kind of what I was going oh, for. Oh, got it. Love yeah. it. And I also want to say, I love you, man. I love you, too. Two, two, body go, two. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.